everybody, it's Friday, January 31st, 2020, and you're listening to an episode of the Salvage Title Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brad Izzelike, and I'm here to talk to you about car news, car culture, and car whatever. Today's episode is going to be short and about a single topic, and that is, of course, the new electric Hummer uh, that just got announced by GM yesterday. Uh, if you wind the clock back to Monday, uh, it was announced that GM is investing $2.2 billion in a new, or at least updated, manufacturing plant at the Detroit Hamtramck location. Uh, that's the plant that used to build the Volt and the Cadillac XTS. Uh, it'll now, at least for their first of the electric vehicles that are being announced uh, in the near future, is going to be the Hummer pickup truck. Uh, this is the ongoing story about what first began as a GMC effort to build an electric truck after Ford had announced that they were working on one. Uh, GMC had said, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to have it ready for the road by 2021, uh, which is a very short time frame, all things considered, for a lot of big car makers. And then the story started to indicate that Hummer was coming back as the electric platform instead. Uh, what we end up seeing in this uh, image teaser gif, I don't really know what you want to call it by GM, this little bit of a press announcement, is that we see a Hummer grill. Uh, it is a seven-slot grill, if uh, memory serves correctly. It does say Hummer across the front. Uh, but down in the lower right-hand corner of the grill, there's still a GMC badge. And we talked about in a previous episode of the show how, you know, if GMC builds an electric pickup truck, they build an electric Sierra, and it doesn't work. It doesn't sell. It's an embarrassment for GM. That's a huge dent in the side of a major brand for them. It's a huge dent in the side of GMC versus bringing Hummer back, having it be Hummer by GMC. Hummer doesn't work. Let's say this thing just totally doesn't sell. People hate it, whatever. They can toss Hummer back in the trash. It doesn't hurt anybody in the long run. Uh, but if this thing does work, that's a big deal because that also means that if this platform is something that can be rebodied easily, there's a GMC version, there's a Chevy version, here's a Cadillac version, here's whatever. And we don't really know a lot of other details about this thing quite yet. Uh, but it is exciting to see how this brand exercise is working. Now, GM did touch on some general details about the truck, uh, the big ones being power figures and acceleration. Uh, GM is saying that this truck is going to have over 1,000 horsepower. I think it's like a 1,150 horsepower. Uh, and will have over 1,000 uh, pound-feet of torque. Uh, the quote that they initially gave out was like 11,000-something pound-feet of torque, but a lot of people are going, there's no way that that's physically possible. That's the gear ratio multiplier. So figure at the crank, at the wheels, however you want to say that. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, it's about 1,000 horsepower, or excuse me, 1,000 pound-feet of torque. So, you know, on par with a full-size Super Duty pickup truck with a diesel engine. Obviously, a lot more horsepower. Uh, GM is saying that this truck is going to accelerate from 0 to 60 in 3 seconds flat, which is incredibly fast. Uh, I think the fastest of the pickup trucks in GM's arsenal right now accelerates from 0 to 60 in like 6 seconds, maybe a little bit less than that, which is still really quick. Uh, but cutting that time in half for a vehicle that will likely tow... Uh, well, at least 7,500 pounds, if not more, uh, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, the other story that seems to be kind of kicking around is that this will be a full-size pickup truck, not a medium-size pickup truck. Uh, it's, you know, tough to say 
if it's an all-new platform, if it is a battery-focused platform that's going to be doing this, or if it's going to be a modified version of the current Silverado and Sierra architecture, uh, my guess would be that they're going to use the regular architecture, especially when they're saying that this thing's going to be available on sale next year, uh, or maybe even late this year. Uh, that I, I can't imagine GM would re-engineer the whole thing, I guess is a good way to put it. Uh, but that also being said, if this does work, if it's on a normal platform, uh, the one that's, you know, it's under the Silverado, it's under the Tahoe, it's under the Suburban, that kind of thing, uh, I would say it's probably a safe bet that we're going to be seeing electrified Silverados, Sierras, Escalades, and more in the not-too-distant future. But I think one of the big interesting things here is that Hummer is back. Uh, Hummer, of course, was a brand that was purchased from AM General by General Motors in the late 90s. Uh, it was monetized as best it could, and then they decide to, decided to rebody Tahoe's with the GMT 800, or was it the, sorry, it was the 800 platform uh, to create the H2. The H2 sold like crazy. GM had insane profits. They eventually developed the H3 based on the I don't remember what the chassis, GMT 530, something like that, GMT 600, some, some, something like that. Uh, basically, it was the Colorado and the Canyon platform. Uh, ended up creating the H3T, or the H3 and the H3T. Uh, you also had the H2T with the pickup truck bed on it. You know, they did as much with this brand as they could. And of course, really, Hummer kind of hit its peak as the fuel crisis began to emerge. And as the financial crisis began to bubble, and then once things popped in 2008 and 2009, and GM declared bankruptcy, and the federal government took over of G or took over GM, uh, Hummer was one of the first brands to get kicked out the door. Having the Hummer brand come back really kind of feels like a sign of the times. Uh, you know, crossovers and SUVs are the hottest selling vehicles in the market in the same way that they were back in 2007 and 2008. Uh, people like the size, people like the seating position, people seem to really like the capability. And in the end, you know, you can't fault the market. The market is what the market is. But the Hummer brand was so damaged by what had happened and got tossed out so quickly that it just seems so alien that it's getting reused again uh, by GMC to do this. And, you know, I, I think on the one hand, you know, I can stick to my firm environmentalist take and go Hummer should not be the brand that's being used on this truck. But at the same time, what does it hurt? You know, if this is what it is, GM needs to make money. GM is a company that needs to make money. And if this is going to sell a lot of people on an electric architecture, uh, you know, this thing isn't going to be doing crazy environmental damage in the same way that an H2 or an H3 would have done. Uh, <coughs> it's not, <coughs> excuse me, it's not, you know, the worst thing ever. So I guess if this is getting kids interested in this truck, if this is getting adults interested in this truck who maybe wouldn't have considered this thing Otherwise, uh, kudos to General Motors, I guess, for getting this kind of thing figured out. Now, the interesting thing that this ends up producing as an after effect, if we're going to start seeing, you know, Hummers by GMC, because like I said, the grill says Hummer across in big letters. It's got the big seven slat grill like it had before, but it's got that little teeny tiny GMC badge. And it's going to be sold in GMC dealers and it will probably be advertised as a Hummer by GMC. What's the likelihood that other GM brands come back? 
And I don't necessarily mean that like it's going to happen. But I go, what is the likelihood of GM going, all right, why don't we bring back dead brands as electric cars and we'll leave the regular car companies to kind of do what they got to do. So follow, follow with me, if you will. Uh, Chevy goes, all right, let's do another, let's do another electric sports car. Let's do another sports car in our land. We got the Corvette. We got the Camaro. Let's do something interesting. What if they brought back the Pontiac GTO by Chevrolet? Like, it's not the most obtuse idea in the world. You could build a car on the same platform as, you know, the CT5 uh, or the uh, Camaro. You know, it's the Alpha chassis redone. You could, Are those the Omega chassis now? I, I can't keep it all straight anymore. But, you know, you build a large format personal luxury coupe with a big electric motor on the rear axle and a big-ass battery. And you get a 200, 300-plus mile range performance car. And it's sold at your local Chevy dealer, and it can be worked on at your local Chevy dealer. But again, it's got the Pontiac branding on it, a brand that's been dead for more than a decade now. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, toss it in the, back in the fire. Nobody cares. It's done. That seems like a somewhat smart idea. In just the same way that Buick could do the same thing. They could bring out a really affordable electric car to sell. Think something like you know, the Peugeot 208 or E208 or the the new Corsa E or the Renault Zoe or something along those lines. Something small, compact, but built well, European style, things like that. Call it a Saturn. Sell it at the Buick dealer. Make it, you know, less than $30,000 to start to go up against, you know, the Mini Cooper E. Uh, is that an insane proposition? I, I, I don't really feel like it is because there are die-hard Saturn fans out there that would buy a Saturn again. And this is a way where you don't have to invest in creating this major brand and all of these corporate executives and all these other things. This is just a little project inside of a much bigger project that's kind of doing its own little thing. And I feel like that's an incredibly smart way to introduce new products with almost zero uh, consequences. I mean, granted, there are going to be engineering consequences, there are design consequences, but all told, you're not building a brand within GM, running it like its own little company, and when the brand doesn't perform, then, you know, hundreds of people are out of a job. Instead, you've got one car that one part of the company is responsible for. It just makes sense. It makes sense for a company like GM to go about doing this, and it makes me wonder if other car companies are going to start considering this, you know? Does Ford go into the Mercury uh, group and go, uh, bring back the Sable as an electric car? Uh, oh, bring back uh, this Lin old, well, I guess Lincoln's still around, I guess, you know? <laughs> Thinking of things like that, it's really interesting to think about, and it makes me kind of excited to have it, or at least... What's a good way to put this? Having been in a family that's uh, a long-time GM family, uh, this is exciting, at least for me, being a GM geek and going, man, this is a way to bring back some interesting cars and some interesting nameplates and do some interesting things uh, again. Because, you know, as much as I love the idea of Saturn coming back alongside Hummer, if that ever could occur, what we really need here is a return for Oldsmobile. <laughs> which sounds absolutely ridiculous to say uh, in 2020. But uh, 
it, it, it introduces some interesting uh, things to talk about. So Super Bowl's on Sunday. The big ad's going to get revealed on Sunday. We'll finally hear what GM has to say about electric pickup trucks on Sunday. Uh, that that should hopefully at least give us a little bit more to talk about. Uh, we also have the Grand Rapids Auto Show this weekend. I'll be spending some time down there uh, tomorrow night looking at some things and hopefully giving you some thoughts and perspectives on some new cars and trucks that we see. And uh, yeah, all things considered, if everything goes to plan, we'll have another episode of the show out on Monday. So with all that in mind, guys, I hope you have a good rest of your Friday. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. And we'll see you early next week for the next episode of the Salvage Title Podcast. See you then.